Okay, so you guys ready? Or are mm -hmm. you still looking up stuff? I'm ready. I, what, um, I don't. Looking, what are y'all looking up? I was looking up. I had another older book. I'll tell you all um, later. It's just well, something. Well, you See, books, right? yeah. Yes. I am. Um, I don't research what I talk about. I love how y'all bring notes and stuff. I don't ever know what I'm going to say, nor do I remember what I talk about, which is always fun. So I love that we're doing children's books, and you look over there on the bookshelf, and there's a whole set of childcraft. I have not seen those. Oh years. wow! Oh, from childcraft to Minecraft. Awesome. Sad day. <laughs> well, I love Childcraft. They have their first two volumes. Do you remember our fairy tale volumes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the best is the overlay of all the body parts. No, this you is Childcraft. Mm -hmm. This is this is uh, this they is have that? this is PG. This is about. No, they have that. That's not tricky. <laughs> Maybe that's why Mom didn't buy Volume Twelve because it's a monthly thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe they kept that in the you bottom of their closet. No, I've never heard of Childcraft. Oh, no, it's the encyclopedia that came with World Book Encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh Lord. But it was for kids. Yeah. yeah. Please see if they have the health and human, human. <laughs> now, I'm going to show you. They're probably going to go from 10 to 14, oh. which means the human growth and development one is gone. Oh. But anyway, good, good, beautifully illustrated books. All right, hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to Sorry I'm Book. I'm Wendy, and Kim is eating. Elizabeth, <laughs> Rebecca, Allie. Um, so I want to start by saying sorry that we didn't release an episode last week. Our schedules were really crazy and didn't line up, and so we just skipped last week. And then this week we're having brunch at a little mm -hmm. place in town, and we'll make up for it with that. Right. Done. Yay. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about children's books that we like. Mm -hmm. There's no children's books that I like. Not one. As a language arts teacher, I'm just grossly ashamed of what we read. No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> so that was a hard one to narrow down. But I'm going to go with Chris Van Allsburg. Uh, I'm always scared There's that I'm saying it wrong. There's a big surprise because you are always on the search for a Chris Van Allsburg book in the library. Always. But he wrote it. I'm telling you, it's in here. Yes. Which one specifically? Okay. Because so, he's got a lot of good ones. Right. And if you're not familiar, you guys, if you are homeschooling, Chris Van Allsburg is a wonderful <laughs> um, artist. So I, it's my suspicion that he probably draws his pictures or creates his pictures first and then creates a story to go with it. So as a mom, I would give them my kids the books without reading it to them and say, what do you think this is about? And it was a really great strategy. I enjoyed their creative thinking. But my favorite is The Sweetest Fig, which is not a popular one. Um, you may know Chris Van Allsburg from The Polar Express or Jumanji. But with the exception of The Polar Express, most of his books have some sort of eerie twist where people kind of get what they deserve in one way or another. And so in The Sweetest Fig, it's about a dentist who's mean, and he treats this old lady who's in pain because she promises to reward him afterwards and she can't pay, and he's really cruel to her. And so she gives him these figs, but she says it'll make your dreams come true. So the first night he eats a little bit of one, and he dreams, I mean, he walks to work, and he's in his underwear, and the Eiffel Tower's drooping. You know, and he's like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. So anyway, great story. <laughs> Love that's it. Slightly that, tricky. Yeah, that's getting a little tricky. Oh, it's tricky. not tricky. I read it oh. to everybody. It's not, it's not tricky. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a delightful <laughs> children's book. But anyway, look him up, because even though it's a picture book, it is really, really good. So, do you not tell us what happened about the end of the sweetest? Oh, week? do you want me to? Okay. Well, sort of, yeah. So I'm intrigued. <laughs> all right. Okay. This particular dentist lives in France, and he has this dog Marcel, and he's the cutest little terrier. And the terrier is actually in almost all of Chris Van Allsburg's books in a painting or something somewhere in the story. 
so he he's like pulling Marcel along and he doesn't let him walk or sniff things because he's always in a hurry and he just kind of mistreats him. So at night, every, before he eats the second fig, fig, he is, I'm saying it with my accent, fig, <laughs> he <laughs> looks in the mirror and he's, he's like, you're the richest man in the world. And he keeps kind of hypnotizing himself to where he can eat this now moldy fig, I guess. So he's ready to eat his fig and he looks at Marcel and he's like, tomorrow you're going to be a great day. He does, he gets distracted somehow and Marcel gets up and eats the fig and he's heartbroken and he goes to bed. He's like, I can't believe it. So he wakes up and he's disoriented and he looks and he's under the bed and his own face gets down. He's like, come to Marcel. So the dog wished that he was the dentist and that's how the book ends. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. That's did awesome. get what he deserved. Yeah, all of them did. He's he's a neat fellow. That makes me think of Jumanji, mm-hmm. and then I want to go see the new Jumanji in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's Definitely. what I was thinking. Uh, dolls. A lot of characters get with me. Have coming mm-hmm. roll doll books. Yes, he's. A, a, I mean, yes, I love him. I've read everything. A little creepy. <laughs> I like a little creepy in children's books. Yeah, a little more like Twilight Zone, I guess, for kids. Safe and. Like, you better watch out. You better not cry or this bearded man's going to bust in your house. <laughs> and leave you cold. <laughs> he that. sees you when you're sleeping and when you're awake. He's just no need to be creeped out at all. Um, my book that I picked this week was called The Legend of Rock, Paper, Scissors, and it's by Drew Daywalt. And it is so adorable. Um, I got it at a Scholastic Book Fair. I took it home for law because I was like, he's going to think this is so fun. So basically, you meet Rock, and he is a, a warrior, and he's trying to uh, fight, battle all the other things in like his little rock kingdom, and he nobody can beat him. And then you meet Scissors, and she's battling people in the ki- kitchen kingdom, like in the kitchen drawer kingdom, and nobody can beat her. And then you meet Paper in the office kingdom, and nobody can beat him. And uh, at one point, they call an apricot a fuzzy butt, and Locke just laughs so hard. <laughs> My son just laughs so hard. He thinks it's the funniest thing. And then the three of them come together, and they are each other's, like, nemesis, you know? Like, so they just keep battling round and round, and they're so happy that they found each other. And it is the cutest. That sounds good. Yeah, the cutest little book. It's so precious and adorable. And I think a lot of the jokes go over the younger kids' heads. Right. But it's so enjoyable for an adult who gets all of it. (laughs) So that was my pick for this week, because we read it all the time. For some reason, I could see well, if he were still around, Robin Williams narrating that. Just oh yeah. With the way he always has that little joke in there that only mm-hmm. the adults are gonna catch. And those fun voices. Right. <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> God bless him. What was yours? I'm going old school. Okay. Margaret and H. A. Ray. Curious George uh-huh. goes to the hospital. I couldn't decide, and so I was like, "What was my favorite?" Right. But that had to be it. And I loved. Oh, it was so fascinating. The X-ray with the little puzzle piece. And all, I mean, I love it when he, um, this kind of goes back to the counselor in me, I guess. He finally gets the little girl to smile at the end. Oh. I love that. Yeah. Just something about Curious George. It's so wholesome. Mm -hmm. It is. No tricky parts. None of them. Nope. I just was always my favorite when I was growing up. And then I also have this other one I pulled up that that used to fascinate me, too. And I don't know, maybe the whole medical thing fascinating. But um, Nurse Nancy, do y'all Y'all ever read that? It looks like something from the 50s. It's uh, um, a Catherine, Catherine Jackson. But uh, she's always doctoring people, and then somebody, like, she doctors her little baby dolls and everything. Then um, one of the little boys in the neighborhood actually gets 
cut, and, and she has to really doctor him, and it's like a big... Sounds like Dr. McStuffin. Yeah, Dr. McStuffin. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And I love that show. My boys didn't watch it. I, I loved it. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, I think everybody knows about The Curious George Goes to the Hospital, but... It's still a great really one. Is it something much, that you were read to a lot? Like, is that why it was your favorite? Like, did your parents read that one specifically to you, or like I think I just read it a lot. But I guess yes, they mom would read it to me, and she yeah. has the best voices. She can do. We need to have her own here sometime because she can make. I don't know. She could have been famous with her with her voices and sounds that she makes. And That's so, so cool. It was always neat. She used to um, before she actually became a, um, a teacher. She would substitute, and she would bribe the kids to behave all day, and she would make the noises at the end of the day, and they would all <laughs> obey for her. That's really yeah. cute. I picked a novel, Anne of Green Gables. Oh, I love that. I love it. Because I just loved it. And I think when I was looking and picking a children's book, I just remember how much I loved reading Anne of Green Gables, and I put myself, like, I don't know. I just imagined that that was my life, which <laughs> totally wasn't my life yeah. as an orphan. Prince Edward Island, but I just loved it. I loved her personality and how she got in trouble and mm -hmm. said the truth and was absent-minded, because I am absent-minded. <laughs> so I just loved that she did what she wanted to do, and I read... Andrew Gables, and I think I read almost all of that mm -hmm. series. I think I read almost everything that Ellen Montgomery ever wrote, because I loved her. And one year, my parents, both being educators, we would have summer vacations, like epic summer vacations, and we drove all the way to Canada so I could go and see where Ellen Montgomery had lived. And That's I so walked cool. through Neat. and pretended I was there, and it was just so much fun. So um, Anna Green Gables is the first audiobook that I ever listened to. I had not read it, and so my mom for Christmas got me the, it was like a 12-pack of CDs, and I had to like change out the CDs in my car. I don't know, I was what, like 16, 17 when I first mm -hmm. listened to this, but it was my very first audiobook, and it was so good. I remember just driving around, like, trying to listen to it, trying to finish it. My mom and I were obsessed, obsessed with Anna Green Gables, and then PBS, thank the Lord. What is it around this time of year that they'd start with the whole series? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yes, I've looked mm -hmm. into how much it will cost me to buy them. Like, you have yeah. to go through a certain, a certain membership one level. You have to donate well, at least $30. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I For need PBS. to own these. I have them on DVD. I want them digitally. So I was somewhere how. recently where it looked like um, books, but it was somebody's actual like VHS mm -hmm. copies of those. But I was like, oh, look, you have all the books. And she was like, absolutely not. Those are the <laughs> VHS copies. <laughs> oh, okay. She probably got from PBS. I'm sure. She might have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure. So I like to hear that you go somewhere and pretend that it's, mm -hmm. I do that. Yes. I totally do that. Um, I was talking to some of the students in my class saying, how many of you guys just pretend that you have an alternate reality where you're like, you know, when you read a book, it's actually oh. happening, or maybe you're filming the movie, and people are looking at me like, what are you talking about? And about six of us, like, I totally do that. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I used to have a slight obsession with um, Laura Ingalls Wilder and the Little mm -hmm. House books. Oh, definitely. And I could have picked those, but... Mm -hmm. But I used to play Laura. Mm -hmm. I was Laura. Mm -hmm. Sure. And had a pail, like bought a lunch yeah. pail. A lunch pail. And we would play, <laughs> and I might have been just slightly bossy to my cousin and sister and told them that when we walk, we pretend like we're walking to school, mm -hmm. you had to walk around the house three times or you really weren't walking to school. I mean, I had like these like really you strict knew. rules about it. That's and so funny. That's one of so my all time favorites. When I was in elementary school, 
you know, now there there used to be AR. There's other ways to ins, you know give incentives. My elementary school librarian would tell us read the book, come to me, and if you can tell me about the book, then I'll make you this construction paper book spine, and you get to put your name on it, and you know it goes on her desk and everything. So it's my goal to read every single one of those Laura Ingalls Wilder books. And then I moved on into the Black Stallion books and everything else. But there's just something magical that kids tie to in the Little House books. Total opposite end of the spectrum. I chose one that's just hilariously funny. Um, it's called Possum Come a Knockin'. I know that one. <laughs> it's by uh, Nancy Van Lawn. And the illustrator is actually um, an illustrator from The New Yorker. And he just makes this possum seem so mischievous. And the whole story is, you know, everybody's in the house doing their thing. And this little girl keeps seeing this possum out the window. And she's telling everybody, hey, there's a possum out there. And, of course, when they go to look, the possum hides. But it's, it's just one of those fun things. I want to read just this little blurb. While Granny is a rockin' and a knittin' and Ma's a cookin' and Pa's a fixin', the old possum in his top hat and vest just keeps on knockin'. So this possum is all dressed up. You could see this in Cajun country, you know. <laughs> but it's, it's just telling you what everybody in the house is doing. Baby's doing this and Papa's doing this and everybody else is doing this and that possum's sitting right there looking at me and nobody believes me. <laughs> With a so. top hat and a vest on. <laughs> and it's one of those ones that it's just so fun to get into it, change your voice, to get the little Cajun drawl going and, yeah. and everything like that. I don't know, it's just always made me smile. I discovered it when I was working in pre-K and the kids would just laugh and laugh and laugh. So it just became my favorite. I have one in my little file cabinet next to my desk. There's a copy of it sitting in there. Yeah, I kept She just made my lesson plans for next week. Yeah. Yay! Awesome. Um, I want to go back to what you said when you were talking about kind of like living that, Mm -hmm. like as you're reading it. So I started, you recommended last week or two weeks ago, you recommended the Sookie Stack House novels. Oh my God, I love them. So I started it. I finished, okay, so two weeks before that, Morgan recommended the reincarnation of Peter Proud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was so good. That last chapter, you're like, doggone it. I did not <laughs> see that coming. It wraps it all up, and you're like, ugh. So the second I started reading Sookie Stackhouse, and I'm halfway through the first one. It's only like $3 mm-hmm. on Kindle. Yep. So okay. Um, okay. it's so good. But, like, right now I'm constantly like, I need to get back and find out what this is. You like, I'm them. living, like, what are yeah. they doing? Which think- is insane. Yeah, yeah and it's good though. Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that she's creative. How she makes impossible things relatable. I mean, it's just yeah, that makes sense. And well, in one part, she walks into um, kind of like a, a den mm-hmm. of these vampires and sees some really unspeakable acts going on. And the whole time, she's like, she's you know keeping her wits about her. And the second that it's over, she just faints. And I'm yeah. like, that would be me. I would be the one fainting on a floor. Like this because is she's wild. had a lifetime of practice of hiding what she's. Yeah getting from people so it's I think that's very yeah it's the whole thing it's really good has anybody else been reading anything that I am reading one of Katie Saul's recommendations um Oh, and it's Christmas <laughs> yeah okay so I've got to look it up because hey, I never Katie. remember the name of it oh hey I was like is she here y'all <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey oh my god I was just talking about you in the book that you recommended Okay, it's called, it's by Jill Chavez, and it's called Chasing Christmas Eve. And it's one of the first books that I've read that, you know, everyone seems to be pretty healthy mentally. 
Oh, that's interesting. They just seem to be nice people. Um, one's a writer, one um, is a nerdy little drone creator, which I think I think is adorable, which is probably why I've been watching Jeff Goldblum movies, because um, be. I am channeling that character. I, I like to assign actors the roles of different characters in a book, which is probably really weird, but it helps me to visualize it better. So, it was pretty good. Chasing Christmas Eve. It's a good, good, happy book so far. I'm not finished with it, because I'm also reading one of the books that Allie told me about, which is a sci-fi kind of book. And what else am I reading? I got a free one. Whew, and I know why it's free. I don't think I'm going to finish it. <laughs> Holy moly. Shut I'm like, I can't, I can't even figure out who's who. Is it a place? They named the place one name, but then the people have weird names, too. So I can't tell if they're talking about a place or a person. There's a whole lot of um, they bad words. They need Yes, they need me. I'm like, no, nope, <laughs> start not over. But it was free, and I read it, and I'm going to pass. But anyway, I'm so reading you three reading, at the time. Are you reading uh, The Lunar Chronicles? Yes, Are I have Are you getting it. into it? I feel like it's not your favorite. It's um, definitely one well, of my favorites. Well, it will be. It, I have to be in a certain state of mind with it. I was reading mm-hmm. it at the Library of Congress at the time. But anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I am still... I always said that I was not the kind of person that could read more than one book at a time, but I found that not to be true. Very much, mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, reading the next book in that Dark Isle series, and I'm still doing the breakout author that we're going to talk about later. That one I kind of want to talk about. I'm not going to mention the name of the book or anything else, but it's it's a little clancy-ish, the way you jump from one character to another. And it literally says this person's name and that person's name. It's like yeah. every other chapter. <clears throat> but you're catching on to that this one may not be totally sane, and this one is trying to figure out if she's really psychic or not. So Ooh, I love those books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But I'm getting closer to But that's your to breakout author, right? Yes. Okay, so save it. Oh, yeah, I will. Next week, breakout authors. I will. Oh, okay. I got it. I, I do. I have I have a list. Let's see. That's I've got... The these are the ones that I'm reading at the same time. And yes, I'm rereading that because it brings me comfort. Anyway, this one. Woo! So good. Y'all got to read this I can one. already tell I can't handle <laughs> that book. What just that? based on the it's cover, just, it's a tricky oh. cover. I can't see. No, it's not. It's slightly she's a tricky got, cover. She has an appendicitis. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. It's like, that is it hurt when I press here? I can't. I can't read those books. No, I, no, no. It I is. He's a doctor. I don't, I don't either. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Percy Jackson's on there too. Nice. Well, I have children's books. Well, <clears throat> oh, sorry. My mother shares with me, so I unfortunately I'm like she likes to audiobook, so I have to load things so she can anyway. I had been in a real, like, reading, like, I hadn't read for a long time. And then I read Twilight. Okay. And so, again, and I've read, like, four books since we started our podcast. And so two of them were audiobooks and two of them were actual books. So it's been good. I read, Look like, at us helping each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to finish my series so badly so I can move along. Yeah. You I got to finish it, though. You can read, too. It's like a, it's like TV shows. You just flip off. Yeah, yeah. I, I can yeah. read more than one. <clears throat> Sometimes Speaking I don't think I don't. Speaking of TV shows, Wendy got me into, um, it's a show on Hulu called Younger. And it's got like so the, the loveliest people in it. Uh, so Foster, have you watched it? I've watched um, Elizabeth most of season not. one. Yeah. Um, it gets so, every it's season's It's so good. And it is keeping me from reading. Because all I want to do is watch. Put it on closed captioning. Younger. I, that's what I do because I don't want it to be too loud when the kids are sleeping. So I, I put on 
the, the CC. So you're technically reading. There I go. And it's about a publisher. I mean, it's, yes. it's about books, the whole series. You should know it's not. They it's, are. But it is. Yes. So basically the premise of the show is that she's a 40-year-old woman trying to get back into the workforce, but nobody in New York will hire her because she's a 40-year-old woman. So she pretends to be 26, and she's living this whole double life as a 26-year-old. She now has a 26-year-old boyfriend because she's, you know, she went through a divorce. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's, it's Sutton Foster. She's just gorgeous. And uh, it's, a, it's a really funny I know it's easier show. for women to pull off than men. Oh, I yeah. absolutely do not, could not pull that off. But she is, like, this big. I'm holding up my pinky. She's this big. <laughs> and she's just gorgeous. And it's so... the. The little like mishaps that she gets herself into, yes, and then it's very immediately gets herself out of. It's very, very good. It's so good. But it's funny too. Throughout the show, they'll make fun of authors that you know who they are. That's what I brought it up for. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you were saying you were finishing Outlanders, which yes. reminded me that you had also read Game of Thrones. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the last <laughs> episode that I just watched, they have a publisher because she works at a book publishing right. company. They had a publisher come on. And he looks almost identical to George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah. You mean J.R.R. Martin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he, his um, book that he's publishing is like Crown of Kings instead of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's dressed in like this very warrior type outfit. It's the in whole, fur, it's yeah. It's very obviously what they're... And it was so funny to me because I thought about you when I was watching it yesterday. And she does not think she's hot. She's, like, always very awkward like, and nerdy. So, yeah, and she's kind of lanky. Mm-hmm. And so she's, you know, like like how a baby deer runs. Like, she's just yeah. <laughs> very, like, awkward and straight. But she's gorgeous and fun. It's a very happy show. It is. And then it's all these men, and you're like, get him out of here. Or get yeah. him to come back. Or, you know, <laughs> she has all these men in her life. And I'm like, we so, Wendy and I are, like, texting. I'm like, get rid of this guy. And she's like, no, you're going to love him. Yep. I don't love him. fun. Yeah, it's a fun one. So there was just a little TV corner for yeah, us. Yeah, she texted me when I'm just like, I like this guy. I'm like, not knowing him. She's like, well, he just died. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I said he died real quick. <laughs> He's out of there. He's out. I was one of those people that didn't have time to read. And because we're doing this, I'm reading again. Yeah. So. I think that's, that's awesome. a good day. Yay us. I hate it when people say, I don't have time to read. Well, I don't know how you read that because I don't have time to read. The more you read, the faster you read. That's the first thing. You hone in on that skill. And second of all, there is time when others are sleeping. And there's this great part on your Kindle, your phone, that you can just, let's say you're reading it and you want to get ready, brush your hair, whatever. It'll read it to you in the Siri voice. And then, really? Yeah. You need to teach us that. Part. Yes, yeah, because I oh, have yeah, not there. been you doing just, that. Okay, well, okay, it works on my phone that if you are here and you swipe two fingers down. Didn't work. Let me give you some though. Because it definitely works on Kindle, that you tap this text and then it, it plays in Siri's voice. I picked the Australian mail. Wait, maybe oh, look to it. not be here at all. Instead, not a scratch on I me. I love that voice, but the if it's an Australian man. Well, you get used to it. Change it too. if you want to. Well, but I don't want to I buy Audible. To. I'm so cheap that way. If it's a children's book, I will because I'll have a listening. Yes, I teach sixth grade. I'll still have a listening center, so we still do that. Anyway, I love it. Sometimes I want to go to sleep and close my eyes, and I'll listen to it, and then it has you see, know, I, weird dreams. I do other podcasts that way. I just don't. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to drift out on that book and then have to pick up, like, have to go you back do. and find. That's tr- that is true. But you'll find that you didn't drift off that much. Like, where am I? Is it the middle of the book? No, no, it was just two pages. Okay, got it. Okay, other children's books that I think that you really need to read. 
are wonder. This one is so good. Oh, yeah. That everybody, young and old, needs to read that book because it's different perspectives and it encourages empathy. And don't think it's a depressing book because it's not. No, Just I've read, read several it. times, but it is it's so... It's not depressing, though. No, I didn't... I never felt depressed. I felt almost empowered mm-hmm. by it. Yes. I mean, With, nobody's perfect. Yeah. He's, you know, the main character has selfish moments. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's no saints and heroes. It's just... Uh, it's great. It's really well written. Yeah. I think Holes is a must read. Mm-hmm. Very... Uh, how everything is connected one way or the other. I totally believe that. The, the whole circle back, even the title, the whole everything is is a circle those are my two the one I was gonna pick was the giving tree and I was like that's too obvious but something about that book gets me every time and how yeah how selfish that he is so selfish that guy Mm -hmm. and it makes me think of the way that like that's basically your mother Mm -hmm. and you take and you take and you take and you take and then you chop down and you take some more and that mom is still gonna love you like I'm gonna cry our generation (laughs) we take care of our parents so I mean I don't no one took care of her that's true so I mean now we've we've read that book and going that ain't gonna happen when they're about nine (laughs) years old like let me tell you something your mama you gotta be able to learn how to cook that's so you're gonna <laughs> With it grain, we're not gonna have worthless children, no sir. Yeah. I, if I had to recommend another one, the secret <laughs> secret garden. Oh, that's such a delight. Yeah. Love it. Also yeah. love it. A bit sad. It is. I used to try to read that to the kids every year as the spring was coming. But I read it when I was little. The kid has Munchausen syndrome, right? He's convinced that he's sick in the in the bed, and then she gets him out. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's Munchausen, so you don't think someone's making him sick on purpose mm-hmm. or telling him no, he's sick, like the maybe a little bit. But I just think that the dad's just yeah. so sad. I don't think it's like an on purpose. See, thing. I don't remember mm-hmm. anything about it except for I thought it was going to be a magical book, and it wasn't. You know, because the I cover. Know. It looks so. Isn't it funny how? A cover can let you decide if you're going to pick that book up or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't judge it. <laughs> well, the kids in the library very much judge that one. I need to oh, get a newer yeah. copy because the copy yeah. looks old. Okay, so we got to shut this down. Thank you guys for listening. Please make sure that you go on to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a nice comment. If it's not a nice comment, we don't want it. We, want, uh, we can't read it. We don't understand unnice no. comments. Um, <laughs> subscribe to our podcast, please. If you like to get in on the, our discussion, you can email us at sorryimbookedpodcast at gmail.com. Just know next week we're going to talk about breakout authors. We kind of touched on that already. But let us know if you've read any, and we'll... We'll try to talk about them as well. You can also contact us on Twitter, Instagram, get on our Facebook group, and uh, let us know if you have any suggestions for uh, topics that you'd like us to cover. We can we can do that. Thank you for listening, and keep reading. Yeah, keep reading. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we're out.